The following content doesn't really care who all going to be there. We still ain't coming. Start the show. I mean, we just, you got to be open about it. We, we still ain't coming to that bitch. Y'all know I ain't coming. <laughs> I'm, I'm officially at the point where people have just stopped inviting me. Oh, man, you, you're there already? I just see recaps and shit. I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't even know that happened. Oh, yeah, they weren't going to invite me anyway. Man, what happened to you, man? Oh, no, they, 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 know, they know where I was. <laughs> I was at home. Where I was going to be. I'm getting to that point, and I'm going to tell you, uh, fresh off this trip, I'll be back to that point because we were just talking about because, uh, you know, homecoming season is coming. Homecoming season is, is homecoming coming right around the corner. First of all, right around the corner, TSU homecoming, the only HBCU in Texas that matters. Hit them with the air horns. Mm. Uh, sorry. Sorry, Danny. Um, wow. A little TV uh, recess hour uh, is on the same is on Damn. the same weekend and nobody's gonna be there. Damn. Um, but yeah, like so, I I was all hype. You know, I'm back on. I'm, you know, I'm back on my dean. I'm back. Um, <laughs> I'm back on the. I'm back on the rowing machine. Uh, getting my getting my gallon of water in. Okay. Um, you know, making some things happen. Okay, you trying to trying to answer the anonymous uh, anonymous questions, huh? <laughs> yeah, I see what you're trying to do. So, think about to pop out the water with his with his dreads <laughs> sparkling. <laughs> you saw that shit. Um, I vomited in my mouth just a little bit. Um, on a side note, I did find out who I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna mm-hmm. name names or anything. And they don't listen to this podcast for real. Mm. Um, I found out who one of those anonymous message people was. Mm. And they are in trouble. Like, they got in trouble with they nigga. And I love, and I love when, you, when you get the heads up. Because it's always, uh, we have to chill on the tone of, of the DMs. Mm-hmm. Uh, because my dude didn't appreciate it and I've been acting kind of trifling. And I was kind of like, the fact that you admitted to being trifling only reinforces my thought that we don't have to do shit. Sounds like you got to get back on the good foot. (laughs) I don't have to do anything. Um, I wasn't being trifling. Cause I'm single. Just pointing it out there. Just putting it out there. Niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black. Your black ass cheat sheet for the week of foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz. Uh, my name is Damien, and titties are my love language. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm talking about. As a matter of fact, 
That dessert, we got to bring it back. This is not it. Nope, that is not it. (laughs) We got to bring it back. Big ass titties. There we go. There we go. One of these days, I'm going to get get control of my own soundboard. Um, But yeah, homecoming is around the corner. And you know what? I I was so hyped to go. And then um, I saw footage from Texas Greek Picnic. Mm. Shout out to all my Greeks. Um, I, no. After seeing that footage, <laughs> no. It's a shout out, then no. No. I'm, I, I'm glad they had a good time. Um... I, I I hope whoever con- whoever almost certainly contracted COVID and or monkeypox reports that because it was thousands of humans yeah. shoulder to shoulder doing hops, mm. flinging sweat all over every all over each other. Hey hey, um, that is how zombie movies start. Um. So, yeah, this year I'm going to go ahead and call it now that I am going to go ahead and take the L and not attend homecoming. Oh, man. I'm so sad. I'm so sad about it. You were just talking that shit. I was, man. I was ready to be back on the fucking yard. I was ready to be wasted. I was ready to meet up with all the old crew. I was ready because I skipped out the past two homecomings. Mm. But fam. If this monkeypox bullshit is going the way I think it's going, and COVID numbers are on the rise again, sit my ass down. COVID ain't never going away, ever. Ever. COVID's not going away. Ever. But the numbers are up. And the monkey is out. (laughs) I'm sorry, I couldn't even finish this. Um... How was your week, D. Randall? I mean, it was a week. I'm sure it wasn't as eventful as yours. Uh, wouldn't well, yeah, a little eventful. I mean, you know, this was this was this was this is what all you know the the first three phases of your cinematic universe led up to. This is you true. Know? This is true. You know, this was your Infinity War and Endgame in one. Yeah, I I, I had my little getaway. Um, yeah, man, we hit the lake. Um, we, uh, we had a nice, we had a nice lake house this year. I'm, I'm impressed with myself for picking that shit out, but fam, I will say it wasn't necessarily the turn up that we expected to have. It's usually very exciting. We usually getting wasted is it's a big party. It was very chill. It was, I mean, it was very, the crew kind of, you know, re-energizing those bonds. Um, mm-hmm. The it was a lot of taking in the taking in the vibes. It was a great view. Um, I will say that we did not get by the water much. So our lake house had like a little a little steep stairwell down to that. that what they tell you in the in the listing is that it's private access to the dock or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there was a path, once you get off the steps, it's obliterated. Yeah, so I saw, I saw nothing but like brush and forestation. That is exactly what it is. It is a downward hike. 
a steep ass downward hike that nobody was prepared for. When Roy came, when my boy Roy came up, and he is by and far the most fit of us all, and and his legs were were gone. <laughs> I knew to not even attempt it. No, nah, I'll just take it. You know, there, there's a fire pit. There's a hammock up the, up on the up on the deck. I'll be fine from up here. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. We'll just look at the we'll just look at the water. And is a and because it was a drought, the the water levels were low. Yeah. So it wasn't nearly as exciting. Um, but that was that was minor compared to um, just the laughs and really just taking in the vibes. Uh, my boy DJ Burn, we got him out of the house. Got him out to see some fresh perspective. Good, good, good. Um, uh, shout out, actually, shout out to the crew, man. It was a, it was a wonderful weekend. Shout out to Roy. Shout out to Euphonic, Sweat, Burn, Amanda. Uh, love y'all for life, man. It was a great time. Uh, we'll be doing it again next year. Uh, hit them with the air horns. Uh, shout out to the new listeners. The fuck are y'all doing here? Mm. Why are y'all here? What do y'all have to prove? It's too hot for y'all to be outside. It is entirely too hot. And and close the door. Y'all gonna let all the cold air out. Like my mama used to say. I ain't letting y'all in. Y'all gonna have to sit out on the porch. <laughs> and you niggas smell like outside? Mm. Uh, shout out to the new listeners, the old listeners, the first times, the long times, the last times. Uh, shout out to all our people on Spotify, Google, Apple, SoundCloud, iHeart, anywhere quality content lives. Uh, shout out to all my niggas on Patreon. <laughs> Keeping the faith. Um, do I have any special shout outs? No, I don't have them in front of me. Um, going to give flowers. Uh, you know, we always take this segment to give flowers to people while they're here. Uh, this week, it's no specific one person. I'm giving flowers to every nigga out there who isn't being publicly saltine crackers about flying women out and not getting any pussy. Did you see this shit? No, I didn't. I'm, I'm, Fam, I'm trying to process what you're saying. Uh, so, the story is, allegedly, a nigga flew a woman out mm -hmm. and... Uh, did not close the deal. Mm. She did not want to have sex mm. for whatever reason, uh, unknown. But a lot of what we got was the footage of him driving her back to the airport, uh, being salty and arguing with this girl. And she gets out and goes, well, "Whatever, just just text me my co my fucking confirmation number." And he goes, "There is no confirmation number, bitch. I close. I canceled the flight." And politely dropped all her shit, uh, all her shit off at the terminal, and drove away. Yeah, fam, there's a lot to unpack there. If you fly, if you fly a woman out, and you didn't get any pussy, stop going to the internet and telling us what a fucking idiot you are. How you go, how you gonna send the itinerary and you didn't get confirmation? I always say a lot of dumb shit that people argue over on the internet 
All of this shit can be solved with a conversation and a simple one. First of all, first of all, don't fly someone out just for sex. Like, don't don't fly them out unless, you know, you, you legit have some kind of connection with them that will either, I, I hate to say it, either more or less guarantee that it's going to happen or that y'all are actually into each other. But if you're trying to fly somebody out really just to impress them, you're already at a, at a disadvantage. I was going to say, odds are they didn't want to fuck you to start. Correct. If you have to throw, if you have to throw, it, it plane, it, plane tickets are getting high. Uh, if you wanted to throw a whole flight in the deal. You need to fly to them first. I agree. Test the waters. I agree. See if the chemistry is there. Um, preferably somewhere, somewhere you were already going to go for a vacation you destination. You know, just be there. Be like, I'm going to be here. I'm in your city. No, don't do that. No. They don't like that. That's weird. Yeah, it's, yeah they don't like that. Um, just, I don't. I've had that happen. Go to Tulum. Like just be like, hey, I'm going to be in Tulum. Fall through. And, you know, whether it happens or not, you're going to be in Tulum anyway. And stupid, because she told you in private. Why are you telling? Why? Why? Why are you saying it publicly that you didn't get any pussy? Where I come from, when you didn't, when when you couldn't close the deal, that was a that was a well kept secret. You kept it to yourself. It was that because it was humiliating. Because yeah, hey. you're not you're not humiliating her. She got a flight out of the deal. Now, having said that, there's two sides to this. Women. These niggas don't have any fucking sense. Oh, they know that. Stop getting flown out. Sir? Without a backup plan. Flued. Flued. What do you, Pardon me. I don't know what you're talking about. Flued. White women get flown out. Niggas get flued out. <laughs> Stop getting flued out without a backup plan. Little money in your pocket. Because, and I'm not, and, and again, this is not victim blaming but there are but this is just like those chicks we hear about it every year on All Star Weekend that only have money to fly themselves to the destination. With and, the with and can't the, fly back with the hope I, every year this happens with the hope that they're gonna that that they're that they're gonna get a come hit a come up and meet a ball player or a rapper that's gonna fund them for the rest of All Star Weekend. And when it doesn't happen, they on social media telling everybody they stranded. They on their phone trying to start a GoFundMe. I'm telling you, I, I shit you not. People need more actual friends in life. <laughs> hey, if, if some shit happens to me, the, I, I, I just don't understand this about people because I'm not, I guess I'm not part of that, that cloth. I don't understand people who have shit happen to them and then the first thing they do is they, they just turn on their phone and just start speaking to strangers. They could call a friend. <laughs> like. If you're really out there like that. It, you know, because Boozy does this on the internet and just calls for strangers to help him out of shit, and we don't listen to him. He's not a good example. <laughs> He's also a horrible human being. <laughs> He's a horrible human being. Oh, um, and and my thing is, this nigga always looks like he just woke up from being sedated. <laughs> I don't get it, man. 
But but my thing is is all that to say, I appreciate the niggas out here who are just taking their L's quietly. Yep. Take your L quietly. Just take it. It's okay. You're not gonna you are not going to win them all. We all we all we all take an L. Every once in a while. And here's a and here's a side shout out. Shout out to all the niggas who take their L's quietly and don't blame future. Future, I, I really want to understand when Future became like became the baseline for niggas who do get laid all the time. If, if it, you, it like whenever a fuck nigga doesn't if something doesn't go a fuck nigga's way, they always go, "Oh well, if it was Future, if it was Future, a woman would just do whatever." I feel like these are niggas that follow Future memes as life advice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I need niggas to just collectively because ultimately this is manosphere shit. Yeah. I need niggas to collectively get over it. I too have been hurt by a woman. I too have been put in an awkward position by a woman. You know what this podcast is not dedicated even though I get an anecdote out of it now and then. You know what this podcast is not dedicated to? My assorted L's in love. Yeah, we ain't got time for all that. No. I I just want niggas to collectively get the fuck over it. It's really making the whole look bad. What is that? I just received this tweet. Breaking news. Hold on. Break, uh, uh, this could be the breaking news. That's breaking news. Okay. Literally 15 minutes ago. Okay. Angela Yee. Now, this, none of this is confirmed, but it's, I on, say, it's on Twitter, just, so it's real. It's something to announce while we're here. It's, it's on Twitter, so it's real. Um, Angela Yee has tweeted, The Breakfast Club, as you know it, is officially over. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. Actually, that might, de- that, that might deserve an ether. Yeah. Hopefully, this means I no longer have to hear Good morning, everyone. This is DJ Envy. <laughs> I hate the sound of that man's voice. Uh, yeah, I, I will say he is probably the least of the three. Yeah, he's. Pr- he, yeah, man. Uh, what was the last time Envy DJed something? Oh, okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, because at least Angela Yee, you, people can say what they want about it. At least she's getting clicks off of her individual podcast venture. Yeah. You know, who's who is tuning in to DJ Envy and his wife? Um, I I always assume that's the Apology Podcast. His wife pegging him. <laughs> I mean. If you're into that, no kink shaming. I'm just saying. Oh, shit. He probably gets fisted by his wife. Oh, no. <laughs> Why? Uh, oh, shit. Oh, man. Um, and we haven't even gotten to human say shit. <laughs> that oh. was fucked up. Oh, was, I feel like that was a sneak diss at me. No, not at all. <laughs> I'm just saying this is this is the fuckery level we're at so far. Yeah, yeah. 
Have we uh, given flowers yet? Yeah, we just. Oh, yeah. we, oh we're in flowers, yeah, and I'm, we're, I'm acting we're, like we're this. Okay, we're, my bad. We're giving flowers to all the niggas out there who are not bitch ass niggas. Yeah. Uh, whining about all the pussy they don't get. All three of y'all. <laughs> right. Me, you, and someone else. Yeah. <laughs> um, what up, Tim? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> um, humans ain't shit this week. <sighs> Boy, this one gives me a headache. Sometimes I just feel like I feel like the simulation is caught in a loop, like Westworld. Oh, it's coming to an end. The, the, the crack in the sublime has opened, <laughs> right. and we're about to walk through the dam. I really think right. Uh, minor Westworld spoiler. I mean, if you don't watch the show, you have no idea what I'm talking about. I'll say because whoever is running the simulation must be ready to shut all this shit down. Um. Cause they just caught us in these in these minor ass loops, arguing about the same old shit. What am I talking about this week? Have you heard about the Popeyes marriage? Huh? So, <laughs> in the New York Times vows section, you can probably uh, Twitter this one. Uh, you can probably just put in Popeyes marriage. Um. In the New York Times, they you know they do the 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 mini vows section um, of you know cute little romances and cute young mm-hmm. couples getting married. So, uh, two uh, in this week in Black Love, there it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 headline is after a first date at Popeyes, marriage was on the menu. First of all, y'all took this. Y'all took this headline to the next level. So what happened is um, two people, uh, a 40-something-year-old man, a 30-something-year-old woman, uh, who met on Hinge. That's how old I am. I'm still caught up on Tinder. Uh, met on Hinge. And this, now this was, at, this was after two cancellations for a date. Which happens. I mean, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be a big deal. These are people that met on an app. So it should be a little low pressure. And the guy says, well, I, you know, I'm well, I'm, I'm about to go get something to eat. Uh, you just pull up at this Popeye's and we, can, and we can talk and build or whatever. Lady comes to the Popeye's. Um, they're chopping it up in the parking lot. This kind of brings back memories, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Uh, and the line was too long, so he went across the street to KFC, got something to eat. The conversation clearly lasted longer than expected, because apparently they, I think apparently they were talking for hours. And he and she, whatever came of that conversation, she knew right away, and he knew right away, and they started dating seriously. Mm-hmm. Now apparently he had them a little roster of four or five, four or five women. That he was talking to, that he says just fell by the wayside. He was juggling a handful of potential romantic prospects. <laughs> just say this nigga had a roster, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and eventually moved into the girl's house, and I don't know. I want to say six months later or something. Uh, they're they're getting married. She is a vice president for global inclusion, diversity, and equity at a financial services company. Listen, and and here's the thing. Twitter, 
the women of black Twitter lost their fucking shit. Why? Melted the fuck down. In a good way? In a horrible bad in a oh. horribly bad way. Oh, okay. Oh, this oh, this woman is just she's just desperate. Oh, she has no standards. She has no class about herself. Uh, could not be me, this ain't shit, this ain't shit garbage ass nigga who sat in the who sat in the parking lot and ate KFC. He's an IT cybersecurity engineer. Which makes which has to make stupid money. Um, I mean, he's not a he's not a bum. That's and that's the other thing. You would think this nigga you would think this nigga was just a nigga with no job. You would think he was a nigga that dropped off DoorDash that time with his gal driving him. Fam, <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> like the like the the picture in my head when they describe this man on Twitter equates to like socks with socks with the sandals and like yeah. the red basketball shorts. Damn, you oh, literally shit. describe what I'm wearing. Wow. <laughs> the nigga that, no, because the nigga that walked up from DoorDash. <laughs> he was wearing that. Right. But he had on a wife beater. Yes, he did. I and the wife a, beater, right. I have on a full t-shirt. <laughs> and I'm only a partial piece of shit. <laughs> it's okay. Sneak this, part two. <laughs> Jesus. And... It just it just seems very unfair, and you know I try I try to understand the other side in these gender wars, but this just seems unfair. And just oh they're gonna oh this isn't gonna last, and oh she she was just so desperate, can't believe she talked to a man in a Popeyes parking lot. Okay, they were both in Popeyes. What's the problem? The problem is they go, oh, he was eat, oh, he was he was just eating in front of her and didn't give her any. F- what if the, what if she wasn't hungry? What if she don't eat fast food? You fucking oh. So okay, let's be realistic, y'all. Especially especially you people nowadays and your dating paranoia. Okay, if 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 I don't know about dating apps, but I would imagine if you want. A safe, casual location to just meet up with someone just to see if they're about anything. Someone that you met on an app. Right. And and what if the dude is like, hey, I work downtown. I got about an hour, man. Just if, if you're cool, just meet me up at the Popeyes real quick. Nothing big. Look, they're both grown. Correct. And I, I'm looking at them. They, they are both grown. They both look of an age where they don't have to impress anybody. Also correct. So it's just like. You know, I know people are going to say some shit about this. Bro, just me, just, hey, just meet me down at Popeye's real quick. Okay, cool. And if we, we set it off, we set it off. Like, I'm pretty sure that they didn't go to Popeye's every date after that. Right. And, 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 and who knows? They hit it off. Maybe we go somewhere from there. Also, um, why, why, why shoot for the moon on the first date? You know what I'm saying? Why shoot for the moon? Right. Build up to something. That's and that's my thing. I feel like people are mad, get mad at these couples that don't fall into these stereotypical, these stereotypical kind of standards of dating, and are happy because it's some shit that you because you're holding people to the standards of some shit that you really just saw on TV to begin with. Right. Let's not let's not forget we still argue over the fucking wedding rings and the engagement rings when. 
that's not even a real tradition. That's some shit that the diamond industry came up with. Yeah. You goofy fucks. And also, you gotta you gotta be really impressed with somebody. Like think think if you could still pull going to Popeyes. I was say that nigga must have said some real on shit. Bo- but on both ends. I'm saying on both ends though. Like, come on, man. Y'all are worried about the most of y'all are lonely and worried about the wrong shit. This is true. Most of y'all ain't been out of talking phase since 2002. Like, most of y'all can't even go. Y'all can't. Mm, let me stop. Y'all still have the cuffing season calendar up. <laughs> oh, it's oh, it's draft season. The fuck out of my face, man. Stupid, man. Let these people fucking live. Let these people. And, and you know what else is amazing about this? Because th- this is a story. Th- they met during peak COVID. Yeah. Fam. Black people, anybody really, is is still meeting, falling in love with no pretenses in an era when the world is literally falling the fuck apart. The earth is spinning faster. <laughs> I will repeat. <laughs> the planet is spinning faster. Someone clocked this shit at 23 hours and like 40 minutes or some shit. That's it's wild. like a millisecond, but the shit is spinning faster. Yeah, that's wild. We are going through two, not one, but two overlapping plagues. And the earth is on fire. <laughs> the earth is on fire. It is getting warmer. Fam, the Twilight Zone shit is happening. Hurricane season has not touched Texas all summer. Knock, 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 knock on wood. Are you fucking kidding me? And we have witnessed Kanye West's supervillain arc? More on that later. Fam, the world is crumbling and people are still falling in love. People are still finding happiness and joy in each other. Shut the fuck up and let it happen. And if you don't and if that isn't up to your high ass standards, your fucking majesty, mind your business and just date differently and let the people do what the fuck they doing. I'm sick of this gender war shit. Where you where 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 y'all like y'all conscript other people into y'all's beef? If they don't date the way you're dating, they're a pick me or they're a simp. Suck my dick, bro. Damn. Mind your fucking business and let somebody be happy for a change. The fuck is wrong with y'all, man? Well, I know it is. I know it's wrong. Y'all are miserable. Y'all are miserable, and y'all want everybody else to be miserable, be uh, miserable and uptight with you. Not gonna happen. Fuck off. Hurt people, hurt people. Hurt people, hurt people, and and want and and want to spread the hurt like monkeypox. I'm just saying. Y'all are wild. I y'all are unbelievable. Cause this sounds like the this sounds like the simplest, sweetest shit I ever heard. It sounds like people just felt people just met 
like normal, regular people not trying to impress and fell in love. The end. That's what it sounds like. Some of y'all still paying for weddings after you're divorced already. <laughs> it's oh. true. Oh, shit. That, no, we're getting an ether for that one. It's true. <laughs> but, and that's, an, and, well, that's a whole other problem that we might Patreon about one day. A lot of y'all don't want a marriage. Some of y'all just want a wedding. Mm. I'm just, just sit on that for a minute. Um, song of the week, bro. Mind just fucking business. Song of the week. Um, for you unsentimental fucks, we're gonna slow it down a little bit because y'all need some y'all y'all need some some passion, some love in your life. Uh, this is Jarena Montemayor. The song is called Rose. Uh, pour yourself something. Preferably, preferably something decaf for some of y'all, <laughs> uptight niggas. Uh, y'all now y'all too good for Popeyes. Uh, sit back, enjoy yourself. We're gonna we're gonna have a good we're gonna have a good episode today, and we'll be back with more opinions while black. Let's go, clap white people.
That was Rose by Jarena Montemayor. Well, damn. That is a slow jam for your ass. Mm. And, and four minutes plus. They yeah. don't make them like that no more. Yeah, the same one of them one-minute YouTube songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Who, I don't know who that was talking about Summer Walker and her 15-minute albums. <laughs> oh, uh, that's man. All, that's all you can take from that Hurt Bitch music sometimes. <laughs> And only listen to someone say that nigga cheated on me <laughs> for so long before you start feeling like you got cheated on. I was saying, um, it is it is definitely it, 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 I mean it's a testament to how powerful the emotions are. Yeah. In in those <laughs> in those in those joints. Um as as is always, you can find any of our picks, most of our picks, um, on the Opinions Wild Black featured music playlist mm-hmm. uh that can be found on spotify or apple updated weekly um i, I that was a it, that was a handy tool uh on the trip yeah because everybody expects me to especially in the car ride when we're there when we're there vibing in the morning people just expect me to dj just press play and go they just hand me they just hand me the ox uh you animate you animate nerds um, my boy Roy calls it an ox cord genjutsu. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, it's it's a Naruto thing. It's, oh, it's, I'll ask my niece about it. Ah, yes. Um, so so yeah. Uh, good song, good slow jam. Uh, good to calm our nerves with. Um, our RIPs. Roger Mosley died. Yeah. Roger Mosley died. Magnum P.I., right? Yeah, Damn. man. Um, uh, definitely kind of, well, definitely kind of an iconic black friend of the 80s. I put Roger Mosley and Steve James up there. Uh, anybody who's ever who's ever been in the 80s kung fu movies mm-hmm. knows that Steve James is just the ultimate black friend who knows just a little bit of kung fu. To get with the to get with the main impossible <laughs> white guy, oh, he's been in a, he's been a he's been a good black kung fu friend to the likes of Chuck Norris, and uh, you eighties nerds will remember Michael Dudikoff, American Ninja, wow, American ninjas like one through seven. I haven't heard that name in a while, um, but yeah, um, uh, Roger Mosley, Magnum PI's friend, uh. Died at a oh I don't have it here. Um, I mean he was, he was he was up there in age. It was it was eighty something. It was like yeah I think he was like eighty. Um, rest in power to him. Oh there was somebody else that I did not write down and I will probably see it on the on the timeline and get back to it. Um, what is going on this week? Oh, mystical. So, Michael Tyler, a.k.a. Mystical, um, 
don't worry, Gen Z. Y'all won't know who he is. Um, <laughs> if you if if you were born in two thousand two, I don't expect you to know who no. Mystical was. Um, Mystical got caught up on yet another rape charge. Come on, man. Yep. Um. He did it. Yeah, he did that shit. This is like strike three. Uh, he gonna get a lot of jail time for that shit too. Um, I, I I I was trying to pull up the details of what he did uh, specifically. It was definitely it was it was like rape with some domestic abuse thrown in there. Oh, you just you just Larry seasoned some domestic abuse. I, on top of it, well, I mean, I, I mean, as far as what the charges were, like, it, like it was wild. Like, I, and, and again, I was trying to pull it up, um, but like he beat up, but like he beat her up, sexually assaulted her, and like robbed her. Like, so it was a bunch of shit thrown in there. Oh, here it is. Uh, uh, this is according to the Advocate, um, Mitchell uh, uh, Mitchell. Uh, mystical, a New Orleans-raised uh, rapper accused of beating, raping, and robbing a woman during a financial dispute in his home in suburban Baton Rouge, must await trial at the Ascension Parish Jail after a judge refused uh, Tuesday to grant him bail. The rapper, whose given name is Michael Lawrence Tyler, uh, is accused of attacking a woman in an erratic, violent encounter Saturday night in Prairieville. Uh, I hate when they jump down for me. I don't appreciate that. Um, in which, uh, during which he took her car keys, held the woman against her will, and at one point prayed with her to remove bad spirits, according to an arrest warrant. Um, the only thing I want to go back and review right there in this moment is that his name is Michael Lawrence Tyler. Remember when, remember when rappers had normal real names? And they weren't named the Davius. Yeah, I mean, you know, most most rappers born in you know the eighties, seventies, and, and before. Um, I mean, if you name a rapper, I could tell you what their I could probably tell you what their birth name was, and it was probably a, a normal name, you know, from the golden era on back. Well, that's fair. Tyler, oh, he's fifty one. Jesus Christ, I'm old. Tyler, 51, of Prairieville, (laughs) was booked Sunday afternoon on first-degree rape, simple robbery, felony domestic abuse battery by strangulation, and two other counts in ascension, uh, sheriff deputies said. Well, you too old to be raping. Jesus. Also, any age is too old. I was going to say, well, any any age is too old, but you 51, and you've already got caught up doing this shit? Twice before. Been to jail. And over some money. Again, over some money. When will niggas learn? Have we not learned from O.J. Simpson's fine example? The man right here. Oh, my God. Yeah, lock this nigga up. This nigga wild. I I tell you, the worst shit niggas get caught up with is always over some fucking money. And always over some petty-ass money. Money and the vagina. Like, you... Y'all are too y'all are too y'all are too famous to be getting caught up over some shit that you can sell in like small claims court. Now you could have took this shit to it always be like sixty dollars. Then you could have took this shit to Judge Judy. 
And Judge Judy would have, and Judge Judy would have finger wagged your ass out of Dodge, because you ain't got, because you ain't got no written, you ain't got no writ, uh, written agreements. The patriarchy must be toppled. And y'all wonder, and y'all wonder why black women think we don't give a fuck about them. Boy, I tell you what. I mean, and we, and honestly, I wanted, I, I hate to take the low road, but we should have known, bro. Yeah. The nigga's most famous line is, I came in with my dick in my hand. We didn't think that nigga wasn't wrapped too tight then. This is a weirdo. It's a weirdo. Glad I never shook his hand. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's a weird, let's see. Uh, bail, uh, the asked for bail of $250,000 and objected to the, Judge's ruling afterward, but later said it's unlikely his client will appeal uh, based on detailed analysis, uh, so forth and so forth. As a lifetime registered sex offender, after his 2003 conviction for sexual assault and extortion, he's had several other arrests in the mid-90s for marijuana possession, misdemeanor domestic violence, and a first-degree rape, uh, but none has led to a conviction. How did dig off lock him up? Let's go. Real talk. Bury him. Bury put him in the same put him in the same uh uh block with R. Kelly. Yeah. And, and just let niggas and, and I'm telling you, and just let niggas chase him. That's their exercise. That's their exercise for an hour every day. Just let all just let all the big boys in the yard chase him for an hour. No, nah, they're probably dead. And better not slow down, put my foot in your ass. They probably, <laughs> probably dap him up. Yeah. Oh shit, nigga, you was cold. Damn shame. Damn shame. What is going on with us, with us niggas, man? Um, speaking of oh, God, I didn't mean to put these in sequential order of uh, fuck shit, but Deshaun Watson. Uh, so far, Deshaun Watson has been suspended for six games. Mm-hmm. Uh, off of his own uh sexual assault charge, fuck shit. Y'all, I, I, I'm sorry, but and, and I because I got into an argument with one of my homeboys this weekend about this shit, and he very much took the niggas the the women be lying stance. And here's the thing: there were like 25 counts. I mean, there were like 25 different accusations. Now, like, the majority of them settled. But my thing is this. If even one of them is true, he got to sit down. He got to sit down. And I can, and I'm going to get, a, and, and, and I know the, NBA, the, the NFL can be janky. And I know the NFL probably had more, it, it will almost definitely the Texans front office at least did have more than a little bit of a hand in this bullshit. But how many, how many, how many women have to tell the truth for us to say this nigga has to sit down and six games is merciful. You know, it's bad. And that, and that was that. And and keep in mind that, that, that sentence, uh, if you want to call it that was handed down by the NFL players association. You know it's bad when Roger Goodell is like, wait a minute. <laughs> right. Uh, 
Yeah, let me let me see if we can get him at least a year. He, yeah, he got. Yeah, he definitely got to sit down. When Roger when Roger Goodell says you've gone too far, that's some that's some shit. Yeah, that's some shit. And it doesn't turn out that he was in fact covering it up. Yeah, that's some shit. Yeah. Well, but also based on the fact that he fucked the cap, he he wants to see black men sit down anyway. Well, that's also true. But uh, yeah, going, son. this is just cause. Um, like he really shouldn't be in the league anymore at all. Now, as, as a start. Now, having said that, there are also people in the league and around the league that should not be commenting on this. Correct. And I'm going to go ahead and get this shut the fuck up out of the way. Ben Roethlisberger. Mm. Yeah. Out here talking about throw the book at him, sir. Let's open up his books again. Let's open up your books and 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 review that beautiful bean footage. Shut your ass Shut up. The fuck up. You are the standard. You are the standard anytime we talk about um black people getting unfairly anything anymore in sports entertainment. Well, Big Ben Big Ben got away with rape. Ray yeah. Lewis got away with murder. <sighs> yeah, I said it. I said it. That nigga prayed the that nigga prayed the charge away. Yeah, I ain't lying. <laughs> I'm just saying. So in six and like I said, six games is merciful. Very. Um uh, who is he who is he with now? The Browns? Yep. Oh, the Browns just gonna have a bad season. Yeah, he's in Cleveland, and you know, nobody cares about Cleveland. <laughs> it's Cleveland. Um what else is going on? Oh, uh, this week in Big Virgo Energy, I, that's what I—that's what I have been told this was. Okay, uh, by our astrology listeners, uh, Khalees was taken off the credit altogether um, for Beyonce's energy song on her mm-hmm. album, and the sample, whatever the sample was that got used, was taken off too. Yep. Um. It'll be like that sometimes. To quote Wyclef John, you can either make the song or you, or you can cannot make, make the, the song. song. <laughs> and Khalees just could not leave well enough alone. And she fucked around and found mm-hmm. out. I love how Beyonce doesn't comment on anything, Mm-mm. but she hears everything. Yes, she was just like, oh, okay, cool. Okay, don't be on the song then. <laughs> Shit, trying to get you some money in your pocket, bitch. What the fuck are you talking about? And now I will say that there's also a another precedent that some people are kind of are, are kind of raising their eyebrows at, and that's that people can just change content in real time now. Oh yeah. Oh Kanye Kanye is notorious for doing that shit when he wasn't dropping Donda. Wait, he did? Well, Kanye. I that, well, no, my bad. Because I didn't listen to Donda. Go back to Pablo. Okay. I, I didn't listen to Pablo, but Pablo was the one that he he released it, and then took it down and redid some shit, and then re-release like oh. and like like he he was he was good for doing that shit. Like, it's pretty easy to to upload and remove your shit from streaming services. But yeah, you know, I mean, you know, as soon as Khalees put that video out, Beyonce just hit the red button. On the phone. Right. And they're like, we, we, we understand. It'll be done. 
the the cancel a bitch button. She just uh, boop, fuck around and find out. We we understand, ma'am. And I yeah, and I do think it's interesting that just the content is so digital now. Things can just be. Ch- I mean, I, now whoever whoever bought those hard copies, that you know, they got that. They but, got it. Um, and those are probably going to be worth a ton of money, but um, just be changed on the fly like that. Not that this is especially new depending on the platform because they were talking about not too long ago that Netflix was re-editing or re-redoing episodes of Stranger Things. Um, Damn, I need to catch up then. In the sense of continuity. Oh. Um, and one that I remember that a lot of people probably will not remember or care about, um, Sherlock Holmes. So... The, the one with Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. So when they did the after they did the second one, where uh, Jared Harris was Moriarty, yeah, they went back to the first one, and even though you never see him, you never actually see Moriarty. He just has that like, like auto tuned deep Darth Vader voice. Mm-hmm. They changed they. They gave him those lines mm. and dubbed those lines into those scenes. That's smart. Um, which is interesting. Because, you, know, you know, originally he was kind of their second choice. Daniel Day-Lewis was supposed to be Professor Moriarty. I remember hearing that. That would have been some lit-ass shit. Daniel Day-Lewis is a creepy motherfucker. Yeah. He's, yeah. He, he's, 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 he's at point where method acting... Becomes just, it, it just stops at being creepy. He's what Jared Leto thinks he's doing. He is exactly what Jared Leto thinks he's doing. I love that they make the rounds and just ask random random actors about method acting, and they all say, "Oh, that's for crazy motherfuckers." Yeah. And like that's some dumb shit. And they're all low key talking about Jared Leto. Yeah, and Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Speaking of Joaquin Phoenix, this is not a rundown. It's not related to anything. But it is worth sharing. You know, people always talk about sharing time with their parents. And, you know, in those golden years, you want to, mm-hmm. you, you know, and, and, and in, the, in, the, in the car commercials, it always equates to taking them on a joyride somewhere, taking them to nice restaurants, all that shit. Mm-hmm. And you know, these are the moments we will cherish forever. I don't have anything that looks quite like that. The moments I cherish, just because you brought up Joaquin Phoenix, the moments I cherish are seeing my mother watching TV perplexed at what she's watching because <laughs> she caught it in the middle. What is she watching? And having to explain the village to her. <sighs> I had to explain the village to my mother. Just because she didn't want to watch, she didn't want to sit here and pay attention to the ending because she was doing something and just had the TV on. But this shit was so stupid, she had to wonder what the fuck was happening. Look, your mother did the same thing I did. Because <laughs> that that movie, not to not to rehash too much. Like I, I was already skeptical about M Night. Um, what's his name? And, M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong. Yeah. And that movie, I was like, and I, see the, I see the trailers. I see it's supposed to be a period piece. I still don't trust it. 
And I remember I got it. Shout out to LimeWire. I downloaded it from LimeWire. Oh, man, you gave your computer AIDS just, sure to, did. just to download the village? I gave my burner computer AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched that shit. I watched like the first 10 minutes of it. I was like, yeah, this is bullshit. Let me skip to the end. Skip to the end, saw the twist, and I was like, I would have been pissed. If you saw this in the theater. If I would have watched this whole thing. <laughs> now, the twist the twist was interesting, but also, I didn't want to watch the two hours that came before that shit. <laughs> that was so bad. With that said, shout out to Unbreakable. and I would say, um, I have still not watched, like, what was it, Split or Glass? Split, uh, both good. They're all. They're still sitting on top of my PlayStation games. Both good. Okay, I will finally. I. You know what? I have. I have time on my hands. I will finally watch those. Um, I've been all caught up in. Uh, what have I been binging lately? Um, I started. I. I. I finally. Re- I started the boys. Wow. Um, I'm still in the first. Still in the first season. A train is a fucking cornball. A train is a fucking cornball, which is so appropriate for him to be played by Jesse T. Usher. I don't want to say anything. Jesse T. Usher is one of my least favorite actors. <laughs> he's just not. He's not a convincing actor. He's not interesting yeah. at all, he just whatsoever. Seems, he just seems like a nice nigga that can read lines, and you know can play the non-threatening role. He literally only has a career because Lee Thompson Young killed himself. Wow, I said it. It's true. Wow. Damn, that got dark. It did. It did. I'm sorry that I it, that went from zero to a hundred. Yeah, I'm. I am. Um, I'm catching up on Better Call Saul. I'm. I, I'm okay. very late on it. I'm. I'm finally halfway through this season. Is it, it's the final season, right? Yeah, okay. and I think the season finale is next week. So I'm trying to get caught up by the season finale because I, I don't want to be one of those folks that watches or the series finale after it's uh, you know already done. Yeah, um, I am. It was that, and uh, to to just take a trip into ratchet darkness, um, Jocelyn's cabaret. Mm. So, and because I know Randall is not familiar, Jocelyn Hernandez. Okay, you know this one. Yes, you know this one is a person on one of those shows that I don't watch. Jocelyn Cab- Stevie J. Yes, Jocelyn Hernandez is uh, a former, is, is, was formerly with Stevie Pole J. Swinger. Yes. Yes. Yes, a, a, a titan of the pole. Okay. Um, Has and, her own reality show where she's teaching people to ride the pole. So, Jocelyn's Cabaret is the most interesting shit I've ever seen. Basically, um, it, Jocelyn has completely divorced herself from Mona Scott Young and Love and Hip Hop. Um, uh, she has a, she has a nigga who is, uh, just as slimy as Stevie J. Not possible. But twice as dumb. Not possible. Oh no. This guy is stupid. It, it, with Stevie J, you know, it hurt people, hurt people. And dumb people, dumb people is, too. This is the, this is the logic of pimp logic. Okay. Stevie J, everything he, he, everything Stevie J has ever learned about how to treat women, I can only assume he learned from a pimp. Because pimps will just say shit that don't make any sense, but they know the women that they are that they are pimping are too dumb 
to figure it out. And so Stevie J was a smooth, at least he was a smooth nigga with it. He hung out with R&B niggas. This new nigga has convinced Jocelyn that they are going to get married in space. I'm going to take her to space. Oh. Not to the moon, not to a space station, not to any, just space. We're going. Space is far. Space is far. And he said it. I'm, and we're going, and I'm going to get you a ring off of a fucking asteroid. And that's not the least, that's not even the most ratchet thing that happens on this show. I'm not going to get into a long thing about Jocelyn's cabaret, but. Basically, Jocelyn, the idea is that Jocelyn is trying to take some women off of the pole. Oh, good for her. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Trying to take some women off of the pole and, to, uh, according to her, change their lives. Where is she going to place them? At a, another strip club. The one she started at, where she was named Chanelica. The, does this strip club have poles? The strip club has poles. Mm. The strip club has mirrors, uh, has mirrored ceilings. Um, it is a strip. She is taking them off of the pole and essentially putting them onto another pole. Like, remember G's to gents? Barely. Or like Monique tried to do charm school? Mm, yeah. This is Jocelyn's version of charm school, except she is putting no charm whatsoever into them and making them learn bad choreography um, so she so they can uh, dance to her music and so she can pedal her music onto people. Her music is horrible. Her music is the worst thing to ever come out of Love and Hip Hop. Ever. And that's saying a lot. Erica Mena has music that's come out of Love and Hip Hop. So that's saying a lot. I'm just saying, Jocelyn's cabaret, but all that to say, Jocelyn Hernandez is a real supervillain. She's an actual supervillain. We need to talk about her the same way we talk about Caster Troy in The Joker. Kaiser Soze level shit. She just manipulates these dumb strippers into fighting each other to, to change their lives, which basically means... Uh, which basically means tricking richer men than the ones they were previously tricking. And half of them are half of them are actual I'm quoting 304 women prostitutes. Because oh. she's because she said at the beginning, see, this is risky for me because if I pick the wrong chick, I could be picking the I could be picking a chick with the wrong pimp. And on air, called called her man and asked him if she could go to work later so she could rehearse. And when the girl and when the girl acted out of pocket, threatened to tell her man and he would deal with her. Y'all didn't see all the quote fingers I used just now. But you could hear them. We need to get back to reading books again. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting here listening to you tell me this shit. 
And I'm like, and, and, and no offense, I'm like, not I'm taken. genuinely not interested in any of this shit. <laughs> the reason I'm interested is because this is the ratchet reality TV that has kind of gone away in, since the pandemic. The world is spinning faster. The world is spinning faster, which is all the more reason why I need random strippers in fights. A, a, woman, a woman beat up another woman, snatched her frontal out, put it in her panties and said, come get it, bitch. I can't make that up. I'm not funny enough to make that up. It's the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. That's what happens when they cut funding for public schools. (laughs) (laughs) I just. Oh, man. I don't know, man. Um, I don't know what to do. That that is a wonderful place to take a break. (laughs) We'll be back with more more foolishness and fuckery. You are listening to Sober Conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. The world is coming to an end. (laughs) Pour up. Clap, white people. (laughs) No, you're right. It's true. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we're back. We're black. We are opinionated, uh, and we are having a good time. We are recording this on a Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, Randall did say an interesting thing, not to not to just harp on the ratchet reality TV shit. I because I was saying I always find ratchet reality TV fascinating. Um, in where like the fake becomes real, and like where a lot of the real is born. Of the fake shit mm-hmm. and how Zeus has kind of capitalized on us wanting more of the fake shit that we've lost in the mainstream ratchet reality shit. And Randall was like, I really think this is how white people watch us. It is. Um, he is not wrong. I don't know. That's it's a little bit of everything. It's kind of sad. Um Meantime, it is time for white people must be stopped. This is why I don't fuck with white people. White people have been fucking up left and right. Um, we can jump right into it, actually. So, first of all, there have been some white people stopped. Ahmad Arbery's mm-hmm. uh, killers have gotten life in prison. Like, yes. I think it's like life plus 10 years. Yeah, well, they, they got state... First, they, they, they've already been convicted for life in state prison with no possibility of parole. Shout out to that. Um, but they also received a federal sentencing this past week also for life in prison. Yes. So they're getting double life sentences? Well... It's it's really choose one. The, the the federal one is really more of a symbolic gesture. Okay. Just to just just to demonstrate that hate crimes can be prosecuted at the federal level as well. Right. Um I, I think if I read it correctly, in instances like this, the courts can decide which jurisdiction to go with. Um they're mo- they're most likely going to defer to the states since number one, they're the first ones to convict them. Uh, and number two, it's a life sentence anyway. 
So it's just like, hey, y'all can have that shit. And and this happened. This was in what Georgia? Yep. Oh, that's gonna be like a two week life sentence. That's gonna because that's right. gonna because they're gonna be in prison for the last two weeks for, <laughs> for the for the rest of their life. All two weeks of it. Here's the wild part. The wild part is they tried to appeal and say, um, actually, if, if sirs, if we have a choice, uh, we would prefer to go to federal prison um, because the prison that you're trying to send us to is already under investigation for um, violence among inmates. Shut the fuck up! Give a fuck. Hey, just enjoy the last two weeks of your life. I don't say the. I don't say because uh, Supreme and them about to get in that ass. It ain't, it's not even going to make it to Supreme. Marcus and them. Marcus, who just got pulled in yesterday for jaywalk, is going to be like, oh, really? Fade. I will say, because he's definitely going to use that to trade up on his uh, reputation. Man, listen. If I can get one, if I can get one, of these, one of these fucking crackers that killed Ahmaud Arbery, I'll be set for life. I'll be a celebrity in prison. Oh, yeah. They're going to get they're not even gonna waste time making them somebody's boyfriend. You know, you know it's gonna be bad because the uh, like even the Aryan Nation they ain't gonna fuck with them. <laughs> right, like, uh, bro, you you're too hot for me. Bro. I'll say you. I'll say we 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 do not have the numbers. Like we only talk about it. You y'all fucked around and found out. I'll say I, I'll never forget that that scene in Tango and Cash when they got framed for whatever, mm-hmm. and they got put in. They got put in prison with the same with the same people that they put in prison, mm. and it was just that one big black dude who goes, "Hey Tango, we'll put brown sugar in your ass." <sighs> They're not even gonna get that far. Yeah, we don't want that. <laughs> we, yeah, that was, that stand down, brown sugar. Stand down, brown sugar. It's gonna be some brown sugar in your ass, <laughs> in the shape of a fist, and or shank or foot. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, actually, actually, we can hit that with the air horns. Life in prison for these motherfuckers. Um. Where am I at? Ezra, Ezra Miller got arrested on like a burglary charge somewhere in like Vermont. Out, like Vermont. What the fuck? You run around being gangster in Vermont? If if there is a way. That someone can fuck up a bag in record time. You, you know, there, there was that movie like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yes. This is like how to fuck up a bag immediately. This is epic bag fumbling. Especially when all the restructuring DC is doing right now. They canceled Batgirl, but they were still like, like all the reports said they were still up in the air about what to do with the Flash movie. Yeah. Because it was done. I believe it's done. I would hope so by yeah, now. it's done. So they were up in the air about what to do with this movie. Uh, well, you know, as we've been wilding out, this, that, and the third. And when you've gone to the point of no return, because he, he still has those charges of uh, allegedly um, uh, coercing a minor. You did that shit. Almost certainly. Um, When DC and Warner Brothers get to the point of no return with you, that's a big deal. Because there's been a lot of fuck shit Mm -hmm. among the Justice League on their watch. 
But all that restructuring, he gonna get he, they gonna he gonna get his ass the fuck out of there. Cause you know the 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 old, the the original uh, president or vice president said he walked away because he couldn't deal with uh, how many people they put out of a job over Batgirl. But fuck him too, because he was the same one who did Ray Fisher dirty. Yeah, I, it's it's fucked up all over there. DC got a lot of it's a lot of cleanup over there. Say what you want about Disney, they run a tight ship. They run a tight ship, and they're only they're only cranking out more. Ask ask when the last time anybody saw Gina Carano was. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, where's she been? Uh, she said some transphobic shit, maybe. No, I, I remember she, she said, said some, some dumb yeah, shit. I remember she said some shit and got you know got booted off of yeah Mandalorian. Yeah, basically. they got her the fuck out of there. You know, they don't play that shit no more. I'm pretty sure you know. Tisha Wright was right on the edge. I'm pretty sure MAGA Twitter is uh, still in love with Gina Carano. Well, yeah. What what are you gonna do there? Um, let's see who, who else. Matt Gates. Mm. Um, the a lot of people need to shut the fuck up this week. Apparently, damn white people have been fucking up. Matt Gates got caught on a hot mic. This is this is some footage that they got from like 2019. Um. He got caught on a hot mic telling Roger Stone not to worry and that he would be that he would almost certainly be pardoned and that the oh the president still favors you or some shit. It was some real hail hydra type shit. Mm-hmm. But basically telling him not to worry about this little bullshit charge. And Matt Gates already got problems cuz I'm pretty sure Matt Gates was the one that got caught up fucking little boys. There shall come a reckoning. There shall come a reckoning. Someday. Of and all on, these niggas. And on top of all that, I got to get the air horns ready for this, actually. Okay. The FBI raided one Donald Joseph Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort. It's all happening, guys. It's happening just like I predicted it would so far. Hope they found what they were looking for. It's the it, it, I'm telling you, it's the third act of the mob movie where they start <laughs> playing Ave Maria in the background, <laughs> and and they're just nailing all the safe houses it's, and all the, and they're all running, lighting people up in the phone booth. You know? <laughs> it's the third act of Goodfellas. Ave yeah. They go catch. They go. They go catch Steve Bannon coming out of church like an American gangster. <sighs> Love it. Where the fuck is Steve Bannon actually? Didn't he just? He was just found guilty or something a couple weeks ago. Oh, they did. Okay, they so they did. They they did sit him down. Yeah, he okay. still looks like he's melting. <laughs> <laughs> don't white people? I'm sorry. White people age really bad. They don't age. They melt. <laughs> they just decompose. I'm telling you, I, I have, man, you want to see some bad aging, and they, and and they, and they age badly at like 36. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm I'm pretty sure Kellyanne Conway is like 35. Like, 
white folks skip from 25 to like 45 in no time at all. Yeah. It's actually, it's really sad actually. And no, and the only white people that seem to, that seem to prosper are the ones that mind their fucking business. Uh, what's his name? Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is out here thriving. Yeah. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd has not aged since Reality Bites. Let's go. Wait, no. Paul Rudd was not in Reality Bites. Whatever he was in. Whatever he was in. He hasn't aged in thirty years. I will say co- correct. Like I know for a fact, the forty-year-old version was at least twenty years ago. Let's go. And he has not aged since then. Um. And meanwhile. You got these motherfuckers like uh, Kellyanne Conway, yeah, like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'm pretty sure Marjorie Taylor Greene's like 29. I'm just saying. I am just saying. I stopped aging white people. <laughs> um. So yeah, um, it's a it's a good time for stopping white people this week. Um, send your racist stories, send your real life racist encounters. Along with your listener letters, questions for myself, D. Randall, or anyone you hear on this podcast, please send those to opinionswildblack at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah. Or you can log on to opinionswildblack.com where you can find more information about uh, Houston's Most Savage podcast, mm-hmm. uh, more ways to listen to us, ways to buy merch. And ways to become a ways to join our Patreon series for additional content and coming soon exclusive merch. Oh, hit them with the air horns again, please. Freaky. Um, we <laughs> what? I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Niggas, we, get, niggas get tired and just start saying random shit. Right. Freaky. Yeah. What? <laughs> what the hell? Right, you be in that half sleep. Yeah. And nobody really be saying shit to you. You just roll up. But yeah, man, shit, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, <Just> man. <laughs> shit. That's what it is. Oh, um, <laughs> I definitely had a moment like that on the trip. I, they, and they always catch me. They always catch me. And record me on film. Uh, record me on the fucking phone. I fell asleep wrong. Gotta stop. Yeah, man. I fell asleep wrong in the chair because the the chairs on the on the deck were so comfortable. Yeah. And I was already I, I was drunk and other things, and <laughs> they caught me with my hand positioning, like I was throwing up, like I was throwing up for Kappa. Mm. Oh man! Oh, and I got up. Oh, and I got and I got up like to ch- delete that footage. No, dog. <laughs> no. Caught me looking, looking weak, dog. Oh man, looking real weak. You let them. Oh, come yeah, on, man. man. Yeah, they always get me, dog. Come on, man. Um, it was it's been a while, you know. The, yeah, they had to they had to break the evening in catching me slipping. Oh. uh, we'll be back with your listener letters. Y'all know what it is. This is Houston's most savage podcast. Oh, man. Pour up. Clap, white people.
We're back. Yeah. We're black. We're opinionated. And we're turning up on a school night. I need to see the photo with you doing a Kappa sign. <laughs> that may or may not be the cover photo for one. <laughs> no. Yeah, that that I, I can never do that. Oh man, no, dog. That's too low. Oh, that'd be the worst. Um, <clears throat> it is time for your listener letters. Okay. Uh, Tim, the people's critic. Tim, friend of the show, former guest. If you, it wants to know if you were head of WBDC, oh, he sent this to us right before they announced that shit. If you were a head of WBDC and in charge of their ten year plan. What movies? What movie or movies do you make first, and what new character would you bring into the universe? This is an interesting one. I would say fuck all that shit and bring the Wildstorm universe to life. Oh shit! I, I would just start off with an authority series. Let's fucking the most what? the most unmakeable property possible. I would say anything Grant Morrison worked on. With a gay Batman and sun-based Superman couple. Uh, Apollo is unfilmable. Yes. A nigga whose superpower is cities. Right. Right. Oh, God. That's so good. Like, I I would just start with the authority and just just say, let's go. And, And I agree with you. That's a good one. Or do Wildcat. The only thing that would the only thing that would hold that up is you're obligated to bring Warren Ellis out of hiding. Oh, yeah. You know Warren Ellis is on the he was on that bullshit last yeah, time we saw him. Yeah. He swears he's getting back into his bag writing. Oh, but yeah, good for him, but <laughs> I, I we'll see. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I, I guess um, we'll see, but yeah, that's a that's an interesting way to go. Because uh, everybody, for, I, of, of course, we know all the obscure cartoons. Y'all forgot about Wildcats. Man, come on, y'all. Wildcats was hard. I would, I, I would. Just, Spartan. Or if I really wanted to fuck up the game, I would uh, hit it with that milestone. Oh shit! That's owned by DC, right? Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even start with Static Shock. I, I would just be like, I save Static Shock for last. That's too easy for y'all. Throw some icon on them, man. <laughs> icon would be hard. That would be hard. Um, Hardware, Black Iron Man. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Man, come on, y'all. Have you been reading those those no, updates? I have not. Static's pretty good. Okay. I I read Static. I read like the first issue or two of Blood Syndicate. Um, not bad. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I, they're doing pretty good. Like like with Blood Syndicate, they got kind of the original. The original uh, artist, they got crisscross on it. Mm. So that always helps. Um, so for the 10-year plan. I wouldn't even do 10 years. <laughs> I'd be uh, like, let's let's make it through three. I would say a little bit at a time. That's why Marvel was smart doing phases. Yeah. So they can kind of, they can kind of get the vibes of where everybody's at with uh, – with what characters mm-hmm. and capitalize on that going into the next thing. Yeah. Um, I, although I would love to hear some news about Shang-Chi too. Um, but since it's, since they signed that dude for that, that director for uh, yeah. Kang, we'll see. We'll get there. 
But yeah. So, I mean, they let the Russos do all the Captain America movies leading up say, to yes, you know did. the hardest shit ever. Um. So I'm thinking for a 10 year WBDC plan, I would go classic. Uh, first, well, first I would I would do some shit like the Flash, because there's so much mythology in the Flash mm-hmm. to capitalize off of, and I don't think this Ezra Miller shit is going to capitalize on almost any of it. If they're going it, all the years of Flash stories, if they're going straight to Flashpoint, mm-hmm. that just tells you kind of how unimaginative they're unimaginative they're they're being, and only because. I feel like the Flashpoint is the big Flash story that's kind of in the collective consciousness right. for everybody um, that knows about the Flash. Um, there's there's been at least two cartoons about it. The the um, uh, what the, the the Grant Gustin series has done it basically. Um, they're finally ending that shit, by the way. So the whole WBCW. Arrowverse is basically over. Um, I just I just found that out. I haven't um, watched it in years. For one thing, I would bring Grant Gustin on. Grant Gustin, Grant Gustin. Remember when the Texans uh, were cycling through quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and there was nothing wrong with Case Keenum. I remember. And they brought him like from a practice squad to win a few games, and, he, and still did not hire him. And he was, yeah, he was, he was the third. He was a, basically the third string quarterback, right? Came in wrecking, and gave him no respect. And he went somewhere else and wrecked. Welcome Grant, to Houston Sports, Grant Gustin. Yeah, that's our little sports talk. Grant Gustin is the Case Keenum of DC live <laughs> action projects. <laughs> Grant Gustin, no matter how you feel about the Flash TV show, yeah, or whether you feel about how good or bad it was, Grant Gustin is a pretty decent human being who is very charming, who seems to be a perfectly nice guy, who does who who you know, like I said, whether you love or hate the show, seemed to do a pretty good job on that show. Yeah. No matter how bad the writers are. Um, I, I, I watched, I remember seeing the first, I think I watched the first three seasons of The Flash. Same. I, was, I was like, for, you know, a, a TV Flash, he's not bad. And then it Correct. just came boring. It, it just all went off the rails. Yeah. Um, you can't fuck up the timeline every single season. Every season. Um, and so... Um, and so I would, first of all, I'd bring him on. I wouldn't even start with Superman, but I'd get there. I'd, I'd have a Flash trilogy lined up. Yeah. Almost certainly. And we can, and we can do a thing where there's, at least, where we've cycled through at least three Flashes. Right. I'd start right off with like the death of the Flash. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I could adjust it a little bit, but let's say the speed force is killing him. That's interesting. The speed force is killing him. The rogues, let's just, it, let's not even start with an origin story. Let's just put the rogues out there. Hell, let's go back in the Arrowverse and grab some of those good performances. Let's get Wentworth Miller out there. Damn. Always happy to see Wentworth Miller. 
another white boy that is immortal and does and doesn't bother anyone. <laughs> Wait, you know Wentworth Miller is black, right? Is he? Yes. I have been back and forth about this with my mother forever. Dead serious. He'll, so were, he'll, he'll, he'll tell you too. Were they aware of this when he was on prison break getting his white brother out of prison? Well. Jesus Christ. He wasn't black on the show. <laughs> he had to get the job. I <laughs> So <clears throat> let's go get Wentworth Miller, Captain Cold, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Let's go get and let's go get my man from the Suicide Squad to be Captain Boomerang, shit yeah, yeah. like that. And let's make that a trilogy. And let's have them start with Barry Allen and probably end up with Wally West somewhere at the end. Yeah, I, I think the key here is just to. And that's three movies. That's three movies they could do in four years. Yeah, start with properties that they're not as familiar with. Like, Correct. L- leave the Supermans and the Batmans and all that alone. Uh, I, 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 as a Superman fanatic, I cannot leave Superman out of the mix. That would because I would do I would do two Man of Steels, and that would lead into the the New Gods. Ooh, that's where. See, you want to know where the new oh. characters will come in? Bring out the New Gods. Oh, that's where we, and 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 just and just for to make up for the fuck shit that the last guys did. Mm. Get Ava in there to do the new gods shit that we want that we wanted. I don't know if I want Ava to do that. Really? I want. I really. Maybe it's because no, I'm a queen sugar head. No offense to Ava. I want. I want someone that's into that shit to do it. Do we know she's not into that? I don't know, man. I, I know it's it's an uh, it's kind of an off color pick, but I always felt like she was going to do something interesting there. We'll see and, and, and introduce some interesting characters. If you want to, some uh, characters that nobody talks about, let's bring in Mister Miracle. There's, that's a good one. Mister Miracle could be an awesome one, and let's not even do Scott Free. Let's do my man. Uh, let's do my man because um, he's uh, of color. My man Shiloh Norman. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. And this is all gonna lead up to if we want to chop off a to top it off in a phase. Let's go for Final Crisis. Let's go for some big dark side type shit. Oh damn! This is all going to assemble the Justice League. We're not even the big guns. We're not even going to introduce them in their own movies. Yeah, we're going to introduce them in events. And I think that, and you know, we have Superman. We have the Flash. That's giving rise to other heroes around the world. Yeah, stepping up. I think they can do that. I think that's a. I think that's a hot thing. Yeah, I think my short answer to your question, Tim, is that I would. I would just start with lesser known properties, and really build those into something new, like. We don't need to see any more new Batman, Superman, or Wonder Woman movies from them. Let, let's start, at, or Flash. Let's start with the less popular ones. Mm-hmm. Get people hooked. And, and then sneak in. Like, I, I, I watch, I even, I know this answer is going pretty long. No, one, no. One, one of the things that I appreciate about shows like Titans, for example, is yeah. that even though Batman is referenced all the time, he's not central to the story. True. So it, it makes, like... There's you're not going to uncover anything new about 
Batman, Superman, or Wonder Woman. So having them as a tangent to a story actually makes them more interesting because you don't see them through their eyes. You see them through the eyes of, of other people. Correct. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I... And I think it's interesting starting it off in a world where heroes already exist. Mm-hmm. I think I, I I think that is an interesting place to start because with Marvel, we saw the genesis of heroes rising up. Correct. And it took them ten years, and it was well developed and everything. Mm-hmm. But it will be a different direction for DC to go, and just a, a, a world with established heroes and. Being a, so you can introduce really whatever you want, right? Um, that's a good question, Tim. I, I, I like that. Tim got us on our geek shit. I'll say they put us on our they they they, they know to put us on our geek bag. Um, what else we got here? Uh, Extra Maestro Xavier Hunter says no questions, just a comment. Keep up the damn good work. Love y'all for life. At some point, there's a bottle on me. Let me know what y'all like. Alcohol. I'll just, <laughs> liquor. Um, I will say preferably brown. You a clear guy? You're a clear guy, Randall. I am one or the other. You got <laughs> um, Whatever we start with. Surprise us. Class up the joint, man. Um, David Santiago says, did y'all see Sandman? I usually uh, I don't usually binge a show in two sittings, but this one was so good I can't I couldn't help it. Wow! Um, I only watched the first episode right before I left for the lake. Um, I'm impressed. I I I had did not I did not see anything at fault. Wow! I haven't I haven't started yet, but I am. You have intrigued me to start. I'll probably start watching it this weekend. Like I said, I've, I've been trying to catch up on Better Call Saul. Yeah. Uh, before the season series finale. I was trying to squeeze stuff in before I left and then came back, like, recharged and, like, in a different mindset. Yeah. Like, right before I left, I watched the first episode of Sandman. I watched, uh, what was that movie? Prey. Yes, I did the watch Predator that. Predator movie. Yeah. That shit was hard. Yeah. That shit was hard. Now, some of you young people are getting a little out of pocket talking about it's better than uh, the first one. None. Some of y'all are getting a little out of pocket. It's definitely the it's definitely the second best in the entire. I'll franchise. say it's 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 a close second. Yeah, it still ain't it's, y'all still ain't seeing Arnold, bro. Eighties Arnold, y'all ain't seeing eighties Arnold. Yeah. Um, but. It was hard as fuck. I'm gonna go back and watch it. You know they they have where you can go back and watch it in Comanche. Yeah, I'm not ready for that. I mean, I think I'm I think I'm gonna try that out. Everybody like a lot of the indigenous like a lot of the indigenous rooted people are saying that it is it is just as worthwhile, maybe a better experience uh, watching it in Comanche. Well, the thing about the movie, which I appreciate, again, there's a very good visual language in the movie. So you don't even need to really follow the dialogue to know what's happening in the movie. Correct. That, and that's, to me, that's the mark of the movie. Like, to me, the dialogue was secondary. Even, I mean, there, even I had the, the subtitles on. They sprinkled Comanche throughout. Yeah. And even in, like, the scenes where they had the French people, I didn't know what the fuck they were saying. And the subtitles were in French. Yeah. Moi, bonjour, un, 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 whatever. Yeah. 
But I knew it was like, oh, we're white people. We ain't shit. I would say they were fucking those white people. <laughs> Fam, they, they were fucking those white people over. Love it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm down for it. That was amazing. Um, yeah, if you have not watched Prey, definitely watch Prey and let us know what you think. That was a wonderful movie. Um, that's pretty good. Thank you, thank you guys. Um, uh, good questions here. Um, y'all know what to do. Opinionswildblack at gmail.com. Uh, definitely the way to get in touch with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it is time for the top three STFUs. Hey, hey. Who are the three people in America who need to shut the fuck up? Uh, We have a runner-up. No, actually, I'm going to save that for next week. Okay. Because, no. Yeah, I'll save that for next week. Um, Number three is Kanye West. Okay. As you all know, probably by now, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian have split ways. Aww. You know, I mean, I'm sure everybody saw this coming. But I always always pride myself in knowing when y'all's relationships are going to fail. And I'm never wrong. Do we really count this as a failed relationship, though? Like, this was quite quite clearly just like, Funny games, like hey, we just keep yeah, each other. that's true. You know, they no. were keeping each other company. That's yeah. what you. That's yeah. the, that's the polite. There way. we go. That's the polite way of calling. There it. we go. Um, but they have split ways. According to Pete, there's no ill will. He shouldn't have any. I'll say, I'll say, anytime you spent in Kim Kardashian's uh, uh, situations, um, you know, I, I'd be good with that. Shit, he won. <laughs> <laughs> Of course he has no hard feelings. Um, what the fuck he gonna be mad about? I see, and when I wrote this down for the rundown, this was kind of a premature shut the fuck up to Kanye because I had just heard the news, so I immediately wrote Kanye's Kanye's name down and was like, "No, I know what you're thinking. Just because they are split ways does not mean she's back together with you." And it's not mean that we want to hear from you in any shape or form on this topic. You said you were going away to get help, to get therapy, and to get better. So you just want him to shut the fuck up before he actually says something. I do. And it's too late. (laughs) This nigga already went on, what was it, the New York Post? No, he didn't go on the New York Post. He made like a little meme that looks like a newspaper and said, rest in peace, Skeet Davidson or some shit. Sir, bro, this is not your moment. When we tell y'all to go sit down and think about it and come back, remember what Killer Mike did? Killer Mike went the fuck away and sat down. And not only did he come back with some perspective, he came back with with content. Yeah. Because he had that Netflix show. Yeah. Like, Kanye got a lot of shit to talk about some dude that basically banged on his wife. Like. <laughs> he still won, my nigga. Pete, Pete was. I'm about to be crass here. Like, Pete was busting nuts in your bed, dog. Pete had all the power and none of the responsibility. Yes. He was driving her Bentley. I, damn. To pick, to pick up chips. 
<laughs> nigga, nigga, you and you know all this because you're next door. Uh, and, and and you know what, Kanye ought to see a rational nigga. Yeah, you go through these breakups, and once you've seen the nigga after you fail, all them bad decisions you made, and all the stupid shit you said about the new nigga and about her moving on, just sounds twice as stupid. What the fuck was I doing over some shit that lasted 10 minutes? That's why I don't say shit to these new niggas. I don't. Two or about these new niggas. Kanye should have just, he's just, just falling back in the cut. Just fall back and, just, and play it cool, bro. Just And just be invisible. Like, yeah, let people speculate. This is turning into like the hurt nigga episode, dog. Like, Kanye, we don't, we don't need you right now. We don't. We don't care what you're selling. I'm not buying the stem player. <laughs> Looks like a little Zune. I've, I've seen it. It's, a, it's I, we talked about. It. It's kind of a novel little yeah, toy. That shit looks like Leia's droid from Obi Wan. I want that shit. All that to say, man, just shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Keep if if you if you meant that and you're doing the work and you're getting better, keep doing that. I don't think you meant it. No. I think you just said that shit because that's what you thought Kim wanted to hear, and you were gonna sound like the victim. But either way, shut the fuck up, please. Number two, um, someone I never thought I would have on the on the top three STFUs, Monica Lewinsky. So, because everybody has to take turns being mad at Beyonce, um, out of the frying pan into another fire. Um, basically. Right after Khalees got through being mad, um, Monica Lewinsky jumped in. Um, the British people said um, that Beyonce had to take the word "spaz" out of her mm-hmm. out of her lyrics because it's an ableist term mm-hmm. over there. And Lizzo Lizzo got in a little trouble, and Lizzo did this. Is that Stone Cold? Yeah, okay. uh, uh, this is just old shit. Okay. Um, Lizzo uh, had to had to change her lyrics as well uh, a few weeks ago because of the same word, and we kind of thought it was odd then. But the Hive jumped up and told them people to shut the fuck up. Now I don't think you should be telling people talking about that are that are genuinely standing up for ableism to shut the fuck up. I am gonna say that British people don't have a strong hand to play. Mm-hmm. Because they haven't stopped calling uh, cigarettes the F word. And ain't nobody said shit about that. Well, I mean. And every time you bring this up on the internet, nobody has anything to say about it. I bet you motherfucking don't. So chill out. So that's one side shut the shut fuck the up. Fuck up. <laughs> and then right after that, Monica Lewinsky piggybacks and says, well, while you're at it, can you take Monica Lewinsky out of your lyrics? Y'all, this is in reference to the Partition song, which is like 10 years old at this point. Um, basically, she said, he Monica Lewinsky'd all on my, all on my gown. Fam, 
Monica Lewinsky has been referenced for nearly at, 30 years. For at least 30 years of rap music. Beyonce shouldn't even be the starting point for you trying to reclaim your name. Also, there's no hope for you reclaiming your name because if someone if someone had asked you before this Beyonce shit went down, you have and would say that you still have the gown that Bill Clinton Monica Lewinsky'd on. With the, the original nut stains. With the original it. stain on it. You was a nasty broad for you was a nasty broad for still having it then, and you a nasty broad for it now. Like white women, I swear, white women are a biblical plague that God did not that God left out of the Bible. They are. The fuck is wrong with you? Let me see a current picture. Is that current? That is a subpar looking white woman. That is oh, that is the that is that is the most. That is the broad that hands out the award. They always get the most mediocre white woman to be on stage to hand somebody the award. They let her. She can't even turn letters on Wheel of Fortune. Like They let her make it by giving the most notable head job in history. <laughs> like... You know, Nora Ephron, the, the late great humorist Nora Ephron, always said that her greatest regret is that they have is that they have plastic surgery that you can use to fix up everything. Yeah. But you cannot fix your neck. Your neck will yep. always tell how old you mm. are. And Monica Lewinsky's neck looks like motherfucking Methuselah. Man. Her neck looks like the first tree. You know them trees in Game of Thrones that got the faces in them? Shit looks like I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> when Groot. When Groot went back to being a tree? Yeah. <laughs> Man. That, that is the neck that saved the Guardians of the Galaxy from crashing. When your contribution to society is that you suck someone's dick. <laughs> Sorry to be so crass, y'all. Oh man, but that's what it is. That's what it is, bro. That's that's that. Fuck whatever political aspirations you have. Fuck whatever credentials you had that led you into the job at the White House. The only thing that you have been remembered for, or will ever be remembered for, is that you don't spit or swallow. Oh, that is true. That is true. You know what? I never thought about that. And I hate to get gross for a second, but that means she's not even a quality. She's not even a quality head donor. Yeah, she didn't even finish him right. Yeah, damn. That's why Hillary wasn't worried about this shit. She was like, (laughs) 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 "All right, the bitch didn't even get it right." Yeah, and Monica Lewinsky, whatever seat you had and have had for the past twenty years. Reclaim it and shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up! The fuck is wrong with these white women, man? How much time you got? <laughs> and and an additional shut the fuck side shut the fuck up. As long as we're talking about people that need to chill on Beyonce, um, songwriter Diane Warren. You see that shit? 
I, I can't really, I can't really step in the middle of that. Uh, it was a shot. It I was under, a shot. I understand. It was a shot, and I understand what the where the shot came from. Yeah. But two things: one, we are in a we are in the era of writing camps. Oh, we, I mean, we've always been, to be fairly honest. To be, and I'm pretty honest. sure she was in one. Yeah, she has cranked out some hits solo. She's cranked out. Yeah, I mean. And, and no, and I don't want to take that away from her, but yeah, writing camps are a thing. Sorry. Two also, but also the way that people credit music now, they give writing credit to the people that they've sampled as well. So ah. that's why someone can have twenty three writers on also a song because true. they they give writing credits to the people that they yeah. sample from as well. So that's the short answer to your question, Diane Warren. But and, you know, she also uh, and two, why. Why do y'all? I, I don't understand, and I'm not talking, and I'm, I don't necessarily mean that Diane Warren is an anti Beyonce fan, but why do y'all poke the bear? Let people get it how they get it. You got your, you got, you've gotten your accolades fifteen times over. Diane Warren has. There's shit that they still play on the radio to this day. Yeah, that Diane Warren is getting a check from. Oh, Diane yeah. Warren never has to work or write a song again, ever. Let somebody else get their bag. And, and the bag has changed. The bag has evolved since your time. Let that happen, too. Because let, let's be real. If you had had 15 or 20 more writers on from Justin to Kelly, we might have watched that bullshit. And we might have listened to them songs. Speak. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Diane, oh, man. Justin, Diane, Justin, Justin was a creepy-looking white boy. Yeah, Diane Warren never has to worry about anything. She, I mean, she makes more money than most artists do. You got your bag, man. Let, yeah. let, the, young, let the kids cook. Um, and the number one person who should shut the fuck up, my God, I never had to, thought I'd have to put this motherfucker on, Irv Gotti. Oh, yeah. Fam. Fuck him. <laughs> he's, he's always been trash. Randall, I'm, I, I feel like Randall doesn't even know exactly what he did, but fuck him. I know it. what he did. He went on Drink Champs and was talking shit about Ashanti. Uh, I mean, Anytime there's fuck shit now, it's, it's because of a revolt podcast. Yeah. And so now, and Randall summed it up. Um, Irv Gotti was on Drink Champs. He was talking shit, and he is yet again making the rounds with this story about how he used to be in love with Ashanti despite being married at the time and was fucking her despite being married at the time. By the way, this is, this is the complete original basis of love and hip hop. <laughs> this is literally the story, the, the storyline of love and hip hop. Wow. Uh, slimy ass, slimy ass rappers and producers. Mm-hmm. And the B and C list talents, they swear they're going to make famous. Um, so he was, they were fucking. He was married. And she, he looked up one day and was watching a baseball game, I guess, or a basketball game. And Nelly was taking his chick to the basketball game. Mm-hmm. That's how he found out that Nelly was fucking Ashanti. 
he has never stopped telling the story. And he kept he kept needling about it and was like, no, but I'm not I'm good. I'm over it. I'm not mad about it. And Nori was like, uh, it, it feels like you're mad about it. Dog, how did, let's get, how deserve Gotti? Two things I want to know: what is his real name and how old is he? Oh man, because we need to have a talk. Because again, Irv Gotti been annoying for like twenty years. I would say he, he was annoying when Mur, when Murder Inc was big, like Irving Domingo Lorenzo Jr. Fifty-two years old. Another old nigga, too old to be on this bullshit. Just a year older than than mystical Michael Tyler, rapist. Fam, you're fifty. You're fifty-two years old. You have a wife and kids. I am pretty sure your kids are in college at this point. And have to see, or or at least getting out of high school, and have to see your dumb ass on drink champs, whining about a chick who ain't thinking about you, and a nigga who could probably whoop your ass. Nelly look like he got hands. Uh, he's Nelly at least appears to be in shape. Irving, yes, Irving Gotti has never been. <laughs> I was just saying, and. <laughs> Again, this just feels like more, more manosphere shit. Where negativity, especially towards women, is the wave. You, how mad can you be at a chick for stepping out on you when you yourself are married to not that chick? I mean, he's still on some incel shit. I mean, just because uh, niggas get bent out of shape when a chick when they feel like a chick has rejected them or chosen someone other than them. No matter what your situation is. Like, bro, you're married. She was not. Not only were you married, you were married, like, publicly, like, on reality TV with your wife. What the fuck? Like, and, and I, I, I can't even blame Nori. I wanted to blame Drink Champs because I kind of hate Drink Champs because these revolt podcasts are terrible. But... I can't even blame him because he kind of wanted you to shut the fuck up. And I just, I, it, it's just setting a bad precedent where, and again, Nori tried to stop you, where negativity against our women is just the wave now. And it's it's dirty, it's nasty, and you too old to be this slimy about it. If you really want to, if you really want to get swollen in the chest and, and, and about something, get swollen in the chest about your business practices. Get that girl her publishing. If you really want to get tight about something, if you really want to feel strongly about, if you really was in love with that girl, you pay that girl her publishing. If you was really, if you was really in love with that girl, she wouldn't have to be out here uh, re-recording her shit. So fuck your love. Uh, uh, this is this is literally every season, every episode of Love and Hip Hop. And that's what you want me to watch. I don't want you to watch. I don't want you to watch. <laughs> well, that. I, I, I'm speaking to the ether. Well, the people sure. who are like, how do you never watch that shit uh, it, because of that? They really, they really yell at you about that shit. Not as much now, but people okay. did for a while. Like, how are you not watching that? Because eh, it's nigga shit, fam. Th- 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 look, 
If, if we like the ratchet shit, that's cool. Let that man be dignified. It, it, <laughs> yeah, leave, leave that man his dignity. It's television made by people who peaked in high school. <laughs> Including you know? especially Irv Gotti. Yeah. Anybody worried about him? This is gross. I, I, just, I just, it's just especially gross to me. It's just a weird, it just seems like a weird, uh, hateful nigga week. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with y'all, man. Uh, either way. Y'all, shut the fuck up. Please, Irv Gotti. Shut the fuck up! It, it, it's murder. It, no, they're not doing anything. You see what a man is truly about when a woman decides not to have sex with him. Someone's going, someone is going to quote you on that. Yes. Give it to him again. You really see what a man is about when a woman decides that she does not want to have sex with him. Speak on it, son. I couldn't have said it any better, and I'm not going to try to say it any better. D. Randall, did we do a podcast? You see what a man is made of. <laughs> no, yeah, we, <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. Um, this is a good one. This is a, this is a good, quick little ditty. Hey, man. Um, Let's I'm, get it. I'm not going to fight it because I'm hungry. Um, I know it's some uh, lasagna at the house for you, boy. Uh-oh. Um, oh, I shouldn't do that. I got to work out tonight. Um. Guys, thank you so much um, for riding this ride with us. Um, it's a you know it's a school night. My man's tired. Mm-hmm. I, I I've I've had gotten back to I've had to get back to work on some shit. Uh, shout out to everybody who's sticking with us. Shout out to our patrons, man. Our patrons are are such are such wonderful listeners. You all are wonderful. But our patrons really stick with us, man, and it's some good conversations. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start bringing y'all into some of these conversations. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna start starting shit in Discord. <laughs> just cause some of these conversations that go on in Discord are very interesting, very riveting. I'm not gonna go into them right now, but um, we had a great we had a great uh, conversation about poly life. I found out some shit about some of you niggas that I didn't know. I ended up with more questions than answers. <laughs> I, I have some questions too. Um, but if you want to, uh, if you want to um, become a patron, Irv Gotti is not five ten. Bullshit. <laughs> Sorry. But if you really want to, um, if you really want to support independent black media, um, do become a patron. Um, all the proceeds go to basically uh, liquor when we drink uh, Uber money and making this a better podcast. Um, so do that. Opinions. Uh, go to patreon.com, type in Opinions While Black. You'll find us. It's not hard. Um, church announcements, D. Randall. Nah. Uh, in that case, I guess we'll see you next week. Um, We'll be here. That's how you, uh, we're definitely going to be here because uh, we could be anywhere in the world, uh, but we chose to not catch monkeypox. This has been episode 191. 191 of Opinions Wild Black. I have been Oz. And this is DJ Envy. <laughs> Punk ass. And as always, forever in parting, titties. <laughs>